The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. Moms should get more credit. Back when I became a mom, I realized people thought my former career in TV news was more important than my motherhood. But that's backward because moms are raising that next generation and the world depends on us to do it well. So moms, this is your time to sit back, relax, and let Channel Mom cheer you on and equip you in your job as a mom because you're doing some of the most important work on the planet. Channel Mom, we encourage moms. Now, here's your host, Jenny Dean Schmidt. Yes, we're getting very close to Christmas. And, and I know Christmas is hard for some folks, but uh, I still love it. Welcome, everybody. I am Jenny, and this is Channel Mom, where we encourage moms. We focus on your amazing value. Remember that you're integral. You're you're just, you know, the world would not go on without mothers. So we're so grateful for you, and uh, we want to encourage you today. So as I said, with Christmas upon us, we might be in need of some comfort and hope or maybe some peace and strength. I know that as wonderful as Christmas is and as hopeful as the birth of Jesus can make us, sometimes the holidays are hard or they're not what we expected. So our counselor for moms is here to help us today, Jamie Kirkbride in the house to discuss when life isn't what we imagined, Mary and the Christmas story, how to handle disappointment or living less than the ideal life, staying tough during the tough, that's all coming up with our counselor for moms in just one minute right here on Channel Mom. Do you know someone feeling scared as they face an unintended pregnancy? For 40 years, the compassionate care team at Alternatives Pregnancy Center has come alongside teens and adults who feel like abortion is their only choice, letting them know they're not alone. We offer advocacy, resources, and mentoring to bring them beyond their fearful situation to a hopeful path forward. Your generous support of Alternatives helps change lives with a one-time donation or monthly sponsorship, providing counseling, medical care, and education. Give today at You Have Alternatives. Alternatives.org. Moms are a big deal, but sometimes the world forgets. That's why Channel Mom Media and Outreach is here. We exist to love, coach, and encourage every mom, whether she's struggling with parenting, single motherhood, homelessness, or locked in prison. On the radio and social media, Channel Mom works to remind each mom of her importance and give her the latest and best advice. We also reach out to moms with our hands and feet, helping homeless and incarcerated moms, as well as moms in the country and mothers in the city. You can join our work by praying for us, volunteering, or giving at channelmom.org. Channel Mom with Jenny Dean Schmidt. Oh my goodness. Welcome back, you guys. Thank you, uh, you know, to every single mom out there who works so hard. And thanks for the dads who tune in. I know we've got some dads who tune in as well. And kids. And I think my dog listens sometimes. So I'm sure a few other pets are listening. Um, I do want to remind you that we are so grateful to have the sponsorship of Alternatives Pregnancy Center. They do such important work. They come alongside women who are going through a difficult time, uh, helping them with the decisions that we all know what we're talking about there. And and they need your help. We 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 do not want that to go away. Um, and they save lives. They save the lives of precious babies. So you have alternatives.org. You have alternatives.org. Check them out and uh, give if you can. All right. I'm, I'm, you know, this is a really good topic today because I, I, we want to celebrate Christmas and we want to enjoy the season and we want to do all the festivities. My daughter was saying, we haven't done enough Christmassy stuff today. Um, you know, we, it's a beautiful season. 
But I also just talked to a woman on the phone who said I really struggle with this time of year. And I know a lot of mothers do. And so I think we got to address that. We got to, you know, address unmet expectations and, and so on. And, you know, I just read that according to the American Psychological Association, almost 40% of people surveyed said their stress increased during the holiday season. And that can lead to things like depression and physical illness and anxiety. It's all tied. Um, and, and yeah, so, so people are going through it. And, and there is also a, an increased pattern of depression during the holidays as well. So that is why we invited our counselor for moms onto the show today to address it, to talk about it, to talk about disappointments and unmet expectations. And when you're comparing other people's Christmases, I even compare my house to other people during Christmas. I think, oh, she has a really beautiful home with really nice decorations and I don't. And and we just compare and we, we feel like we don't measure up and we feel depressed and stressed and, and pressured and all of that. So that is why Jamie is in the house today. She is Jamie Kirkbride, channel moms, counselor for moms, speaker, author, professional counselor, parenting coach and personality trainer at parentingwithpersonality.com. Welcome to Channel Mom, Jamie. Thank you. I always love being here, Jenny. Oh, well, we're glad. And you do you do have such wise advice. You always whip out the acronyms so that moms can <laughs> can remember what you're talking about just, you know, as a way to to go back to what did she say again and and you, that's why you use them. Um and today I know you have an acronym for for what we're talking about. But but you use Mary and the Christmas story as a metaphor for what mothers might be going through this time of year. Why don't you explain that? Right. You know, Jenny, a while back I had been going through a real deep depression at Christmas time, and it felt hard for me because you can look on social media and you see people that are doing all of the traditions and they're celebrating and they're ahead of the schedule, their Christmas shopping is done, and they look like they feel all the joy and you have the cards pouring in and families look perfect, and yet you're stuck feeling something that feels very lonely, very isolating, and, and very sad many days just dark and you can feel so alone in that and on that particular Christmas God just brought to mind for me what Christmas and the birth of Jesus may have really been like to some of Mary's human feelings you know she was a human called to do something very big but I can't I don't think we can lose sight of the fact that like she was big and huge and pregnant and traveling on a donkey to a faraway land to to just be counted And then they show up there, and there's no room in a nice place for her as she's about to deliver a baby. And she has to settle for the gross, dirty, smelly barn with animals. And while she knows that she is giving birth to the Christ child, I'm sure it was less than ideal for what she had pictured or hoped or even imagined growing up. And that, you know, she was away from, from people, you know. I highly doubt she had her mom right next to her celebrating in the birth of this new baby. Instead, there's cows and sheep and, you know, whatever else was near. But God just really brought to my mind how sometimes the ideal isn't part of our story. Yeah. But what we've imagined is very, very different, maybe even opposite what we end up with. And our reality can feel stark contrast to the joy that surrounds so many people at the holidays. Yeah, espe- so especially yeah. especially during the holidays. I do think we do that comparison thing. And, and I want to say something quickly and, and feel free to continue. My, my mother was with me for both of my births. She's now 86 years old, and we just celebrated a birthday together because I was born on her birthday. And um, I— 
I, I, I maybe have overlooked what a what a wonderful thing that was and what a comfort that was to have her there. And my husband was there. I was in a nice swanky, you know, hospital room. You know how they make those birthing rooms now. And, um, and I was warm. I wasn't cold, and just all kinds of things. And and you're right. We have to remember the metaphor of what was going on with her. That the God of the universe was coming to be with us in a very, very humble, cold, dark, difficult place, which is exactly where He should have shown up. And and it's exactly where He shows up in our lives. When, when we are in those right. cold, dark, difficult places. So I, I love that you've brought out that metaphor to make us feel less weird if we're struggling yeah. this time of year. So continue on with, yeah. with what you were trying to say there. Well, I, I just think that sometimes it's easy for us to think of the stories in the Bible and to forget that those were humans that had very similar feelings to some of the things we struggle with. And so there probably was a part of her that felt a little bit let down or a little disappointed in how it was all unfolding or or sad that it couldn't be different. Or, and, I, you know, God's given us those emotions. There's nothing wrong with those. Yeah. Or, or maybe even questioning. Like, I, yeah. I certainly, I feel like God has shown me that something's going to, come about or he's sort of given me a promise I've heard the 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 still small voice and and you're waiting for that and she knows that she's giving birth to the Christ child and she must have been like this I must have heard that wrong because there's right. no way like, that he would have... This couldn't be. We've waited 200 years, and this is how it's going to happen. Right. And in like... a barn, there's no way. I'm wrong. This isn't... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I think that's very true. And by the way, I like to have a show set up soundbite. And because you just told the Mary story, I thought this show set up soundbite would be perfect. Mary, did you know that your baby boy would one day walk on First of all, that's CeeLo Green, I think. The pop star CeeLo Green saying that's so beautiful. But second of I all, love that song. I do too. He's asking Mary, did you know? And I imagine in the cold, dark, difficult moment, she she might have doubted and thought, no, right. I don't know that this baby's going to save the world. It feels like he might not even make it because we're in a right. cold barn with animals. Yeah. And and yeah, so, so well, I... And then shortly after that, the king wants to kill her child, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's a threat on his head. And yeah. then, you know, we yeah. all know that, you know, she knew what his end was going to be. And then she had to painfully watch that end. And I'm sure that's not what any mother would want to imagine for their child. No. And so you say that w- when we look at Mary and the Christmas story, that every mom can get some kind of relief from knowing she's not alone if she's dealing with disappointments, if she's feeling like she's living less than her ideal life, if if it feels like tough times to her. And I'm, I know it's tough times for a lot of people right now. Right. So right. so talk about sort of the specific pressure, pressures and expectations of the holidays. And I know that you've heard from people personally, you know, at, at your Parenting with Personality site, moms who, who've told you that they're struggling, admitted that to you. So, so kind of yeah. frame what, what moms might be dealing with right now, and then we're going to deal with the solution. You bet. We had some discussions within our Parenting with Personality group this week, and I work as a parent coach, as you mentioned, and specializing with a lot of parents who are raising children with mental health issues. And so we were talking a little bit in this group this week about, you know, when do you feel joy? And I appreciated the honesty of some of these moms that were like, honestly, I don't feel joy 
I feel pain. I feel sadness. Um, one of one of them even said, I feel depression. And, you know, moms that were admitting, you know, these Christmas cards come to my house and I honestly can't even open them because to open them and see what everybody else is experiencing makes me feel like we are living something so other, yeah. so different, so lonely, so different. And I think it can be hard because, you know, we see on social media those glimpses of what looks like perfection or looks like ultimate joy or peace or fun, adventure, whatever it might be. And we may feel like, gosh, we just, I, I don't even have what, what it takes to achieve that. I don't feel that. I can't identify with that. So whether it's, you know, a child that is struggling with their health, maybe struggling with your own mental health issues. Maybe it's grief or loss, um, career changes. You know, COVID has hit a lot of people in ripple effects. And, you know, being far away from family, there's just so many different things that can affect us and our emotions during the holiday season. And it doesn't matter how many, you know, sparkling lights are around us or how many nativity sets we see or how many beautifully decorated trees are. If our feelings are stuck in some of this sadness and grief and loss, we can feel like we just aren't catching up. And so I think it's important for us to, first of all, just kind of give ourselves grace to acknowledge what's happening. Yeah. And that's where the first letter of that acronym comes in. Well, A is the knowledge. Yes, and I want to interrupt you. I apologize. But but no, the, we're, we're getting to the solution, but I want to do a little bit more framing of the problem. And, okay. and, and first of all, I love that you're giving women grace today because I imagine there are a ton of ladies who we love and and who I just I just honor mothers because they're the ones sacrificing this time of year they're the ones trying to make sure everybody's going to be happy trying to get gifts maybe they're the task list yeah yeah exactly exactly and they're trying to make the house beautiful and the right foods and and bring the kids home and and just all of this stuff buy all the right gifts and and maybe they feel like they don't have enough money to buy all the right gifts right now and they're trying to do the cards and 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 they just want their children and their families to be happy and and so I to have good memories yes and so I the traditions and the things you're doing for fun and are we doing enough fun things yes. absolutely so i honor the absolutely. mothers but i i do want to say one thing i just wrote a blog and the the title of the blog is this is america anti motherhood and i think that one reason so many women struggle right now especially in the last couple decades with being moms and all the duties of motherhood and they feel like i'm not happy being a mom and there are a lot of burdens and there's a lot of, there are a lot of demands and i feel overwhelmed and i feel like i've lost my old life and all those things is because we don't honor motherhood. And so women don't feel like they're doing anything of significance when they're mothering. And they do feel like it's more of a burden because, frankly, the the, the, the folks that, that argue on the other side of the choice argument are, tell women every single day that being a mother is a burden and that it's difficult and it's going to wreck your education and wreck your finances and, and wreck your future. And, and, and so I think that women are struggling with what society is telling them that motherhood is and they feel burdened. And, and I, I'm not going to say, oh my goodness, I was the most holy mom ever and I never felt burdens and I never, I did feel those things. And so I get it, but I blame society partly that we don't lift up our mothers and say, man, you're doing an important work and you're, and it's amazing what you're, you do you follow what I'm saying there absolutely and I think Jenny in addition to that even just valuing the relationship and presence of what a mom brings to a family that it's not even just wrapped up in the tasks that moms fulfill but more importantly that relationship that we foster with our children yeah 
yeah. and that that too is often undervalued. You Absolutely. know, the presence of mom and what she brings emotionally to the tone of a family and a child's life yeah. and their experience. You know, I, I, we are their first connection to what it's like to have a relationship. We're the ultimate influencers. We talk about influencers. Mothers are the ultimate influencers who are raising the next generation. So if you want to know what our world's going to look like in 20 years, look to the moms and how they're raising their babies. That's how significant and important a mother is. So that's just my little soapbox moment. I just had to say that. (laughs) Um, Let's get to, if if you're a precious mom out there today who's feeling, yeah, I'm exactly where Jamie says. And I've actually been struggling recently with like, you know, am, am I really where I should be? Am I doing the things that I, you know, have, am I living my ideal life and, and feeling like a loser some days? And I, yeah. I know a lot of moms are in that place and, and, and maybe they don't yeah. have enough right now. Maybe there is job loss or maybe there is sickness. And and so you want to lift them up in, into a different perspective. So your acronym is ACT. If they're struggling during the holidays with disappointment, with not living their ideal life, with tough stuff, what would you say, to, you know, can help them? You bet. It's the art. The art oh, of I keep finding act. joy. Yeah, That's art. All right. I apologize. Art, art. The art of finding joy. And A is acknowledge, which I think really does revolve around some self-validation, understanding this is what I'm experiencing. This is what life looks like right now. This is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm fearing. This is what I'm spending my time thinking about and maybe sometimes even obsessing about. And if we can first acknowledge that, that's the first step in changing that. And, you know, we oftentimes talk about the value of validating things for our kids, it is equally important that we validate in our own minds where that struggle is. Because the first step in stepping over it is understanding what is it. Okay, okay. And so it's important that we say, you know what, I feel sadness, or I feel loneliness, or I feel a lot of pressure, I feel stress, I feel lonely. What is it that you feel? And oftentimes, Jenny, I think when we're stuck in, in the loss and the grief, maybe the struggle or the challenges of what your, what your child is going through, you know, if you're a, a parent who's raising one of these kids who has mental health issues, oftentimes these kids, you know, life feels so hard for them, they don't want to keep going. How do you bring a child like that joy? Well, you can't, and your hands do feel tied. And so I think just validating this struggle is real. You know, I I feel like I'm not being effective. I feel like no matter what I do, I I can't get through to my family. Whatever it is, acknowledging that, validating that so that you can take that next step. Yeah. And we try to bury it or hide it because we feel like we're not measuring up or or we're comparing ourselves and say other women aren't struggling with this. And you're right. First, you just got to throw it out there. Um, and, and I was venting to my daughter yesterday in the car and I thought I just needed to get it out. I already feel better just acknowledging how I'm feeling. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, things grow in the dark. Once we shine a light on them, those ugly, gross feelings can't control us. That's how we get control of them. So we shine the light on it and we say, man, I am feeling overwhelmed with whatever it is. Yeah. So thank you. You know what? I don't have to hang on to that. And I think a lot of times, Jenny, when we are feeling these struggles of things, we kind of have to numb ourselves to get through it. Whether it's grief, whether it's loss, whether it's hurt, whether it's humiliation, whatever it is that we might be feeling, we oftentimes numb ourselves so that it doesn't hurt so bad. But what happens when we numb ourselves is that we then take away our ability to feel the joy as well. So, so, so are you referring? We, are you referring to people like drinking during the holidays, like <laughs> and then reaching for things to numb themselves? Is that what you're saying? I mean, well, I know that happens. I, I, we can use things to numb ourselves, but I think sometimes even mentally, we kind of shut off our feelings. 
so that life doesn't hurt, so the struggle doesn't feel as real, so the loneliness doesn't feel so deep. But the danger of that is when you numb yourself or withdraw from feeling anything, you're also robbing yourself of feeling joy, of feeling happiness. And so I think when we acknowledge that, we shine that light to say, okay, that's what it is, but I don't have to be stuck there. Okay, I want to open myself to feel something different. Absolutely. Feelings can be a good thing as well. So so thank you for correcting me. The acronym is ART, A-R-T, and A is acknowledge. Just say it. Just speak it out how you're feeling. Sometimes that alone can be helpful to your psychological state is just to acknowledge how you're feeling and state it out loud. So A is acknowledge. What is R? R is reframe. And this is a word that you hear a lot with counseling or psychology. So I want to explain it just a bit. It's choosing how you see a situation. It's giving your feelings kind of like a picture frame. Like this may be what's there, but I get to decide what that means. You know, you can't change your situation, but you are in control of how you look at your situation and what you do with your situation. So, you know, just like you might see um, a a picture, say on on Snapchat or or Instagram, they have those filters. Mm -hmm. The image doesn't change, but you can have a filter that changes the appearance of that. Absolutely. So while your situation doesn't change itself, you get to pick the filter. You get to pick, you know, what does this mean for me? Is this is this a season in life? Is this where we are right now? But it doesn't have to stay this way. But kind of reframing is giving it that spin that says this isn't going to control me. This isn't going to ruin me. This this isn't going to overwhelm me. It puts the taking back that. Yeah, it puts the control back. It puts the control back in the mother's hands. It reminds me of well, it's really in God's hands, but it but it does give us some semblance of this isn't out of my control. Reminds me of the what is it the Charles Swindoll quote that says life is ten percent what happens to you and ninety percent your attitude toward it or your reaction. And that's so true. All right, I want to make sure we get two more things in, and we only have about four and a half minutes. So it's it's a acknowledge, our reframe, and what is the T in art? Right. The T is train. And I think it it goes along well with reframe the R, because I think part of that training is that we learn to pre-frame or train your eye to see what it is going into a situation. So say you're going into a social situation at a party. You know, I know that tonight I'm going to be hearing lots of people laughing and feeling like life is good. Life doesn't feel so good to me tonight. But for, for this bit of time, I'm going to try to put the things away that I can't control and control what I can. And that's the way I go into this night and the way I show up today, the way I show up tonight, the way I show up in my child's life. I am in control of that. And so training your eye to find what is good, maybe what isn't bad or what isn't worse. Yeah. What didn't happen? Yeah. If that's the least you, yeah, you. If that's, if that's <laughs> you the know? least you can do, that's true. Because some yeah. people say, "I am too depressed to even find the good," but at least they can say, "Well, what is not the worst? Worst in my life right yeah. now? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? What hasn't ruined you? You know, yeah. um, somebody said it to me in a funny way one time, but there's really some truth in it. Your survival rate so far is a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, amen. <laughs> That's something to be grateful for. And, you know, we are still going. We're still moving. We're still giving this day, this moment, everything I've got. And I'm going to make it the best I can because I can control 
the way that I show up. And remembering, of course, you know, God's promises. He will never leave you. He will supply all your needs. He will bring things together for your good. You know, he has given us so many promises that it doesn't matter how stinky the rest of life situations are. It doesn't matter how deep the hurt. It doesn't matter how great the grief. God's promises are good every day. Yeah, absolutely. So let me say this. We've got about 60 seconds left, and I want to make sure you do two quick things. One is just just a couple of sentences. How does a mom take this art, this acronym, and regroup for the new year if she's feeling disappointment and not like her life doesn't measure up? Absolutely. I think we look for those small moments where you find that little glimpse of joy. And if a glimpse is all you have this year, that's okay. Use yeah. it. Enjoy that moment and figure out, is there a way I can grow this? Yeah. Yeah, 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 in that moment. That's so good. And how do people find, I I know you've got this blog to share about Mary that can be encouraging, and also how do people find you at, at Parenting with Personality? You bet. On Facebook, I have both a page and a group. So if you go to the group Parenting with Personality, I have the Mary short story posted there, and I would love to share it with you. And then you can also find me on Instagram and on line at parentingwithpersonality.com and I would love to connect with you. Awesome. Yes, you are a huge encouragement to mothers. I know mothers lean into you. Our counselor for moms right here on Channel Mom, Jamie Kirkbride. Thank you so much for being on Channel Mom. Merry Christmas to you, dear. You bet. You too. Take care. Okay, take care. All right, so it's our Merry Christmas show. Um, I'm, I'm going to do something that I didn't even plan to do. I would be happy to give away one free copy of my book, Mom, You're Amazing, for your Christmas gift. So please email us at info at channelmom.org if you would like a free copy of my book, Mom, You're Amazing, to lift your spirits and remind you of how incredibly important you are in that role. Mom, You're Amazing, one free copy to one of our listeners. Uh, just email us, info at channelmom.org. And remember to check us out at channelmom.org. Um, we, you know, you, we'd love donors to keep us on the air and to keep us doing the things we do on the ground for mothers. But also, we've got help for you there and, and encouragement and blogs and all sorts of stuff to help you. So channelmom.org. In the meantime, sit back and relax. And I hope you can find some joy in this season. You are a mom and you are raising the next generation. You're deeply important. Thank you for all you do and all you sacrifice. Um, you know, God sees. God bless you guys. Merry Christmas. If Channel Mom Radio and podcasts give your mom life a boost of encouragement, would you consider supporting us? In order to keep our broadcasts on the air and serve moms and kids on the ground, we need help from listeners like you. You can support us through a one-time donation or by signing up to be a monthly partner at an amount of your choice. Just go to channelmom.org and click donate at the top of the page. New monthly donors will receive a special gift package in the mail. While research shows moms are undervalued and families are struggling to stay together, Channel Mom works to lift up motherhood and add value to your family. We depend on donors like you to provide outreach to at-risk moms in prison and homeless shelters or dealing with single motherhood. Our life-changing programs are over capacity, so your donation will help us serve more moms and kids. Be a part of the change you want to see from others and families. Visit channelmom.org and click donate. We thank you for your generous support, and may God bless you for coming alongside Channel Mom.